Welcome to Unpack the Pursuit, a podcast where we have real talk about change. Unpack the Pursuit is dedicated to helping us think differently about change and how we get to the places we so desperately want to go. Get ready for empowering tips and tools, lots of storytelling, and inspiring interviews. We are your hosts, Natalie and Molly. Let's unpack this. everybody. Welcome to our very first episode of Quality Time with Unpack the Pursuit. We are so Yay. excited. So exciting. This is our first one. Don't know how this is going to go, Natals. Don't know how it's going to go, but I'm really excited about it. This is all about kind of just unpacking the daily thoughts and feelings that we go through. We focus a lot on bigger milestones in our episodes. So this is just kind of shining light on the fact that, you know, on a daily basis, weekly basis, people are going through changes and different things in their minds. So I don't know. I'm really excited about it. I love this stuff. (laughs) Me too. It's kind of granular, maybe boring, maybe just it's the norm. It's the day to day. And that stuff is important to highlight and bring up to the surface too. So I'm excited. Quality time, thoughts on the daily. This will be a new segment that we're, we're doing within the new season. So I'm pretty excited. So Natal's, what flavor of tea are we sipping on today? Flavor of tea is <clears throat> a combination of lost <laughs> and change. <laughs> I'm you laughing now and I'm like, oh God. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? What's going on in your world? I don't know. If some of you that follow me, I've spent the summer in Lake Tahoe, which was just seriously incredible. I was outside every day. The weather was beautiful. I made so many friends there. I don't know. I just spent time with really good friends. It was just a really incredible experience. And the other day I drove back down to Yuma and just felt this kind of like, oh, this just like dooming feeling of just feeling completely lost and having no idea what direction or anything that my life is going anymore. That's scary. Definitely an interesting feeling. I'm sort of just I'm visualizing you in your car driving to a place you don't really want to go and just being like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was really sad, but my, my rental thing was up and I have some loose ends that I need to tie up here. So I was like, I got, like, I have to go, like, I have to go back. And I think we talked about this too. You have, yeah, some loose ends that you have to tie mm-hmm. up and that's okay. And you have to, those are logistical things that you have to do in order to make the next step happen. But sometimes it's just kind of disheartening to feel like you have to, it's not always the most fun part of no transition. And I'm fine. Yeah. And change is fine. This is, it just was such a drastic change, you know? And I don't know. I feel like we change so much in life and I had, I feel like I had such a plan before I left to go to Tahoe and I was in Tahoe and not that my plans got ruined or like my thoughts ruined, just, I started just kind of thinking differently of what I wanted to do. And when I got back here, I just kind of, I feel like I'm in a place where I just really have no idea what the next step is and what is best. And I don't, it's just a daunting feeling when I just feel like I have a lot of potential to do more and I just have no idea where to place that potential. Yeah. It's like misplaced energy or something. Yeah. So, so where, where are you most stressed you feel like? Is it work or is it just based on where you're located right now? I think it's... Or is it a, it's, something else? 
I think it's all. I think it's, you know, I'm, I'm happy with work. I'm grateful for my job. It can be stressful at times when I'm learning a lot. And honestly, everyone at work is a really great support system. I just know I have, I, I just really want to help people. And when I'm not helping people, okay, so this was an interesting thing. I realized that I search for relationships where I have to fix somebody, like they need help, like the guy mm. needs help because I love to help people and because I'm not really doing it in my life as like a mm. career or a job where I'm volunteering, I put it, I misplace that energy into relocating into helping making my relationship basically that. And mm-hmm. so it's just in my nature. And I just, I have so many things that I'm able to do. And I just have no idea where to go, where to settle, where I belong and what to do. I just don't, I just don't know what is the best. And it's just scary. I just don't, there's so many options, which is incredible, but it's like, I want to make sure that I make the right next step. I know. I always think it's so interesting when I think back to when you were deciding to go to college, where you decided to go, how big of a decision that was and how Mm -hmm. if you chose to go somewhere else, your whole life would change. And that's what it feels like how it feels like when you're in adult life. (laughs) Everything. It's like, even when I was searching for a job after I got laid off in April because of COVID, I just was very aware that no matter what I decided to do, it would dictate so much of like the future that was unknown. And that is such a scary thought that every decision you make is sort of this, is this fork in the road. Every decision is a fork in the road. And you're, you don't get to see what was on the other side because once you choose a path, then the other path that was available to you won't ever look exactly that same way again. I don't know if, if you can follow me, what I, what I just no, said. No, absolutely. It does feel that way. Where, and then you kind of get into this whole what if game with yourself. And that's a dangerous slippery slope, I think, because that's not really the type, that's not the kind of existence I want to live in. Like always being like, what if I did this instead of this? Yeah. What if I did this? I mean, once you make a decision, you made that decision and you kind of have to, that's why, I mean, I think back to like way back when we first started this podcast and you were struggling with your transition back then because you just, you almost were, you had decision paralysis. You like, yes. you couldn't move because you couldn't you like, and I was like, Natalie, you just have to make a call. You either have to go to Yuma or you have to go to San Diego or you have to, you just have to make a decision. And if you, it turns out to be the wrong decision, then you need to know that you have the confidence and the support and the, you know, wherewithal to like make change again. But you can't, if you are always, if you get stuck in that mindset of, well, I'm just not sure what this path will, where this path will lead. What about this path over here? What about this door? What about that trap door? What about the attic? If you start trying to think of all the different possible places that you can go, you won't move. Agreed. And I get stuck in that all the time. Like sometimes I get stuck with just what I'm going to do. Like on a day, on a day, it's like, oh, I could do. Go do, you know, like I could go do this and I sit there for like an hour, like what option do I choose? And it's like, so that's clearly something in my life. I have a really hard time making decisions for myself, which is not the best. And that's what I'm struggling with right now. It's like, it is in my hands to make this decision. And I think just the scary part is that, I don't know, I want to, I've been, I fall, I follow all these things and I, I'm, I have the pattern, which is an app. Mm-hmm. And I read really into that kind of stuff, like all the spiritual stuff. And it's just like, you need to make a move now. This is your time to like kind of grind down into what you're going to do because as you get older, it's just going to get harder and harder. So now, so I just feel all this pressure 
of all these ideas that I have in my head for like my own business and like what that looks like to do it now and have to make that decision really right in this moment because of the universe is opening right now. And it's just hard to make that. It's just hard to make that decision. I just feel really lost about, and it's, it's just what you said. It's like, I'm overthinking which place I'm going to go to knowing that I can always back out and move on. It's just, I feel like I'm just ready to just settle down. I'm just putting, I think maybe a lot of pressure on myself. Settle down and do what? Start your own business? Yeah. And like, so I need to choose a place because my business is going to be hopefully virtual, like some of the things, but a lot of it is going to be like, I would really like to own my own place that people come Mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. And you can't just start that up and then be like, oh, I don't want to be here. Let me go start it up someplace else. It's a lot of like money and time that's put into something. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what's scary to just be like, well, where do I want to live? And is this really what's right for me? Do I really want to do this? And I don't know. It's just, it's scary. And it was just such, I hadn't thought about it all summer. I really took the summer to just kind of like relax because I haven't traveled in like two years since I've lived in Yuma Mm -hmm. and been in a a really beautiful place like that. And so I just kind of took the summer to just be like, chill out, let loose and relax. And I just haven't thought about this in a while. So it's just like shit. Coming and hitting you this week. Yeah. I would, I I want (laughs) to- I want to double click on a couple things. First, I want to push back on the fact that it gets harder as you get older. I think that's a narrative that a lot of us have that a lot of things get harder when we get older. And I want to change that narrative for myself at least because I don't Mm. want to feel that way. I don't want to get locked into feeling like as I, it's true that as you get older, you take on more responsibility, whether you have a pet or you have children or you buy a house or whatever, you definitely acquire more responsibility when you invest in certain things. But I don't think for instance, career switches or starting a business or Whatever you like really want to do, I don't think it gets harder as you get older. And in fact, I think if you look at it the right way, you actually have more resources, more support, more of a network, and just more life experience and wisdom in general to really make it happen. But I do think that as we get older, ageism is a thing. You start to kind of feel like you're out of the know. You start to feel like a little bit isolated. Probably our communities get smaller as we grow up. And I think if you do lean into those negative narratives about what it's like to get older, then you can get, you can go down a slippery slope where it feels like things aren't as accessible to you, which I don't think is true. And then the second thing I wanted to click on is the idea that this decision paralysis, I really like want to workshop that a little bit more because I totally feel the same way where sometimes I'll have a free day where I don't have any plans or even just lately because because of the writing workshops that my roommate and I do and because of Unpack the Pursuit, I like don't have a free evening. There's always something on my calendar, whether it's a meeting, whether it's yes. a, a recording, whether it's editing, like whatever it is, there's always something after work, which is a whole nother story and something I want to unpack at some point is my screen time is through the fucking roof in COVID time. And I'm like, I think my eyeballs are going to drop out of my head. But I mean, it's true that like just the other day on a Thursday, I think of this past week, it was the only night where I didn't have anything going on and I didn't have any other obligations that I had to tend to after work. And I couldn't figure out what to do with myself because I was just, oh my God, there's so much I could do. I could read. I could, I could, I could watch a documentary. I could. And then if I even, oh my God, if I go on Netflix, I freak the fuck out because I just scroll and scroll and I can't decide what to watch so that I don't watch anything at all. It's so trippy how- That is- so true. 
Yeah. Both of the things that you just talked about are so true. That decision thing, that is exactly when I came back here, I was like, dropped my bags and I was like, what do I do? (laughs) There is no, like literally I don't have, I have a few friends here and I can't go outside. Yeah. And outside was my biggest activity this whole summer. It was right after work, right at five, I'd go, I'd be outside. Before work, I would take a walk outside and it's 120 degrees here. And there's nothing, there's nothing like that. So yeah, I felt that impending doom of just standing there like, now what? Well, what? Yeah. Now what's next? And you just feel like, I just felt really just lonely Mm -hmm. in that moment. Like I... I'm just in this house and I'm so lucky to be in and come back to, but everything is closed up because it's so hot out and it's dark inside. And it's just, it feels, it made this, what is my next step even more lonely. Like right now I'm like happy because I'm talking to you and we're doing something that inspires me. But this morning I just like got up and I was like, what is life? And I feel like when we get off of this call, I'm going to be like, and so now what do I do? Like, what is life? It's a scary moment. It's scary to Mm -hmm. feel just I don't know, just, you just feel so, you're just questioning. You don't know what, what life is. I don't even know how to explain it. No, I get it. It's interesting because I think I'm, I don't know if I'm exactly in the same mindset as you, but I definitely do. Like the other day, my boss was like, how are you? And I sort of freaked out. I kind of was like, (laughs) not not freaked out, but like in my head, I was freaking out. Cause I was like, I, I mean, I mean, and I said, I like sort of stuttered. And then I was like, uh, good. but really I was like then I got off the phone and I was like how am I and it's like there's nothing wrong really and I think that that's like I think we we struggle to find the words when nothing's catastrophic in our life because then we don't feel like we have we don't deserve to feel like medium oh actually that's something my roommate says that I love when she she's like I'm feeling medium and I'm like that is a great (laughs) way to just describe sometimes how you feel. Cause you're not depressed and you're not, you know, that everything's okay. Like I think, and I don't want to speak for you, but I think you're not in a really dark place. You're no. do, you're like, you look so vibrant. You're even just the other day when we got on the phone and you were kind of coming off of a stressful phone call, like you showed up 110% for our phone call. And like, you wouldn't have been able to do that if you were in a dark, dark place. Yeah. But I think you're feeling medium. And that's sort of how I'm feeling too. Like I feel medium. I didn't have the summer you had. I haven't been outside and that's been really hard for me. My office is in my bedroom, which I think we mentioned this on the call last night is like not good for your mental health. And there's like multiple studies that tell you that. Yeah. And yet here I am in the corner of my bedroom, just doing everything, doing everything. And I'm having all these monitors in my phone, screen time is like up the wazoo. And it's just, you know, I think it's just, I feel not, you know, it's hard to be like, yeah, it's I medium. feel great. Yeah. It's I medium. love that. I think that's such a good way to put that. I definitely, because we're on the outside in looking at both of our lives, like things seem pretty good. We have a nice home. We have everything we kind of need beside us, but there's just something inside that feels off. It's not just, on equilibrium. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that, is the feeling. It's just, yeah, it's just this feeling of part of you feels not in sync, a little bit lost. Really the only way to get through it is to get through it. And I know that's kind of a, not a very sexy answer, but it's kind of just, there's not really much. I really don't believe that when you're feeling medium that doing your, you know, doing your self-care routine and taking a bath, like, yeah, it'll make you feel temporarily better maybe. But I really feel like at the end of the day, you just have to get through feeling medium. And then you'll be like, similarly to how we talk about the emotional cycle of change and how 
that usually, when we talk about it, it usually spans over an entire transition. So that can be multiple days, months, years even. Mm -hmm. But we have many emotional cycles of change just in the day, day, right? Literally on the daily, you go through these modes where you're like, maybe you hit your low point and there's really like not much you're going to be able to do to get out of it. So just do what you can to get through it, where if that's like take a nap or if it's watch some dumb TV to take your mind off of things or if it's writing or whatever it is, it's just sort of time is really the only antidote. Like it's just you, you have to wait. Yeah, I think, no, I think that's smart. I think there's definitely some things that help me. Like I have to dissect a lot of what I'm going through. So my friend called me yesterday and it's obviously like Yuma is part of the reason. I'm very grateful for this time in my life being here, but it's clearly not for me. Like I came back here and on the drive back, I was crying. And then I got here and I was like, this just, it feels, you know, when something doesn't feel right and it just no longer feels right here for me. It's just, I've gotten what I needed and I'm grateful and it's time. It's definitely time to move on. And I feel that in here. I just feel it being like, it is time for you to go. And so my friend called me cause I was like, I woke up in the morning and I was like, I just feel like shit. This is a scary feeling. I haven't felt this in a really long time. And she was like, you need to focus on everything that you need to do to get through it, to keep your job, to do whatever you need to do to get out of Yuma. Like what are the steps? Make the checklist of stuff that you need to do and you just need to focus because if you go down into this emotional depth, you're going to want to cry on the bed and not move and you're never going to get out. And so I was just like, you're right. I'm just going to write down my little checklist of the things that I need to do to set myself up to leave. And start thinking about what you said to me yesterday, Molly, what makes me feel in control? What makes me feel happy? And what are the things that I can do right now for that? And so Mm -hmm. today I just need to journal about, start thinking about, you know, like what are the things I'm really good at? What makes me really happy? And hopefully that can start to guide and open my eyes to like what I can do. But I mean, I feel for all the people that go through this stuff like this, where you just kind of are in a place where everything's okay. It's, it's fine, but there's something inside of you that's, that's searching for something more. It's, it's a scary feeling and it can be a lonely feeling. I don't know. It's a weird, it's just a weird feeling. Like someone's like, are you okay? And you're like, yeah, but no. Mm -hmm. And you can't really (laughs) explain it. And maybe they, other person can't really understand in that moment what it's like. But I also think that going back to decision paralysis or Mm -hmm. whatever, which seems to be a theme for today. But like, even you just said it, you like can feel that your time is up in Yuma and that it's time to get out. And that to me feels pretty decisive. Okay. Yeah. So, and like, that's good. I mean, if you can feel like, you know, you're clearly being tugged in one direction. And I think that that is in, if you're going to look at the silver linings here, like, thank God, you know, you thank God you're getting some like direction from your own psyche. And it's like, you're done here. I mean, it might mean that you still have to be physically there, physically there for a little while, but like at least mentally you can start preparing for the next thing and Mm -hmm. you can start, you know, moving on and moving, you know, to whatever's next. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, it is definitely a decisive, like need to get out for sure, but I love you. Thanks. We'll see where the next steps take me. I'm excited. I'm excited too. But yeah, I just want to say for everyone that ever feels like that, so many people feel that way. I mean, I feel it. I feel it very often. And it's 
it's just when you are in a time where something is not right and you need to figure out what it is, or I don't know, there's just something you can do that's greater than you think, I feel. Agreed. It's just really helpful to talk to somebody because I have been holding it in the past two days since I got back here. And my boss has called me about three times to talk to me about it. And each time I've started to tear up and I'm like, dude, I need to get through this, what I'm supposed to be doing right now for like work. And I just can't talk about it because I just like, it's going to set. I'm just going to like cry. And he was on the phone the other day. He's like, do I need to like come to Yuma and come get you? Do you need some like financial help with the move? And I just started bursting into tears because it was so nice. And it was just, it felt like a very safe place to cry. I just was like, I need, I'm about to hop on a call. Like I (laughs) appreciate this, but I just, I need to, I need to trudge through so I can get to the other side. Well, that's really nice that you have the support system from your boss, but also I I get the whole idea of like trying to keep work and kind of personal things separate just because sometimes if you let it all blend together, then what the fuck? Just shit is crazy sometimes. And then you never know what's up from down. But thank you, Nat, for, you know, being the the guinea pig for our first quality time. For sure. (laughs) Yeah. We wanted to start these brief episodes just honestly, selfishly, because Nat and I haven't, we've gotten really invested in getting guests to come on and interview for their stories. And that's really been the MO of Unpack the Pursuit, especially in season one, if you've been listening for a little while now. And we just miss having talks, just friend talks, therapy talks, tea time talks. (laughs) Tea time talks. Tea time talks. So this is going to be a a new thing that we'll start doing more regularly in season two. And we're excited about it. And really the purpose of this is that we want to state that it's really important to release your emotions on a regular basis to talk about these things, to find a friend that you can have these kinds of conversations with. And at the end of the day, vulnerability is strength and it takes practice. You do need to practice vulnerability to really reap the benefits of what being vulnerable does for you and your psyche and your mental state. So if you like what you heard today, keep listening. We'd really appreciate a rating on Apple Podcasts as well. It helps us out a ton. And as always, if you'd like to be a guest on Unpack the Pursuit, or if you have a topic that you'd like us to cover, whether it's in Tea Time or on some of our other regular episodes, please reach out to us. We love hearing from you guys. You can find us on Instagram at Unpack the Pursuit or email us at unpackthepursuit at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, y'all. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye.